Rolling Masechus Brachas, Perk Ches Mishnehei, A5. This Mishnah is discussing a case where a person has just finished Shalashotis, the third meal after Shabbos, and <clears throat> Shabbos now is ready to go out, the stars are out, and he needs to bench and then do Abdullah. We're not discussing the question of when Marav would slide in. Forget about Marav for now. Um, the thing is that benching requires a cup of wine, um, ideally, and so does Havdalah require a cup of wine, ideally. And this person only has one cup of wine that he could use for both of those things, both for the benching and for the Havdalah. Again, we're not discussing a case of where perhaps he had a Chamer Medina, you know, a beer or some other kind of drink that would be in the place of wine for the Havdalah. So the question is, if he has a one cup of wine and he needs it both for the benching and then for the Havdalah, and Havdalah is comprised of three separate brachas, um, besides the blessing on the wine, there's the blessing that one recites on the Hamavda ben Kodesh Lachol, on the Havdalah per se, but there's also a bracha one, that's, there's also a bracha one says over besamim, spices, and over a candle, the ner, more haish. So, it turns out then there are essentially four different blessings that must be recited in the presence of a cup of wine, and we only have one cup of wine for all four of those things. So the question of the Mishnah is at the order. In what order should one recite those blessings? So we have Machlokas, according to Beis Shami and Beis Hill, over the order of those blessings. Now, let's just for a moment recap what those blessings are about so we understand the Mishnah properly. The reason why we bench over a cup of wine is to confer a level of chashivas, importance, significance to the mitzvah d'oraisa of the benching on the meal. The reason why we make a bracha on the besamim, the fragrance um, spices after Shabbos is over, is because the Gemara says during Shabbos a person has a neshami yaseira, an extra element of soul, which departs at the end of Shabbos and he's left with the Saturday night blues, which you yourself might have experienced. And Chazal felt that a person could be uplifted and get a little bit of a, a uh, spiritual resuscitation through uh, smelling fragrant spices through besamim. So we sort of give ourselves that little boost by smelling the besamim. We also make a bracha borei morei eish on a candle, on fire. And the reason for that is because tradition has it that Adam Harishon got fire from Hashem after Shabbos, the very first Shabbos, after the Sheshis Meireshis, then came Shabbos and Amoti Shabbos. So that first first Shabbos, um, Hashem gave an idea to Adam Harishon to strike two stones together to make uh, sparks, make a fire. And uh, that became the all-important piece of technology, if you will, that Adam Rishon used to develop the world. And uh, obviously it, it's so significant, uh, fire is to civilization, that um, it, it gets a special bracha at the beginning of the week. It also, of course, reminds us that since the mitzvah is not just to rest on Shabbos, but for Sheshesam Tasim Lachtacha, you have to do work on the, and invest in this world in the six days of the week before Shabbos. And uh, as Shabbos now is over and you're making Abdullah, you're reminding yourself, like Adam Rishon, you have to build up um, our broken world. So fire is a symbol of that. Um, and finally, we make a blessing on the going out of Shabbos, Hamavdil, that's a mitzvah d'oraisa, according to the Rambam anyways, um, of Zachar Siyam Shabbos Lakad show, to remember Shabbos, just as you mentioned it with Kiddush on the way in, you mention it with Havdel uh, on the way out to differentiate Shabbos from the rest of the week. So, the Mishnah reads inside. Bishame Omrim, Ne'er umazun ubesam v'havdalah. The order is first, you make the bracha on the fire, the Ne'er, Uremur and then umazon, then you'll bench, and then you'll make the bracha on the spices, v'havdalah, and finally the bracha on the going out of Shabbos, havdalah. Ubesil omrim, no, it's ner, first on the candle, ubesamim, 
then the spices, umazon, then benching, uvahavdala, and finally the bracha on the going out of Shabbos. So if you look carefully, according to this, they both agree that you first make the bracha on the candle. And the reason for that is because since it's dark outside, as soon as you bring fire into the room, um, in preparation for this process, you immediately benefit from the flame, and therefore it's appropriate to say make the bracha then and there. Everyone agrees that Havdalah is saved till the end, Hamavdil, because yeah, we don't want to make it look like we're rushing Shabbos out, that we're happy to see it go, therefore we delay the Havdalah part as long as possible. The question is, between those two, does one first bench and then smell the Samim? Or does one first smell the Basamim and then bench? Beishamim says first comes the benching and then the Basamim. His rationale is that you've already eaten, so the obligation to bench is already there, and that makes sense to make your brachas of birkas amazon on the past, what you've done, prior to making the bracha of the Basamim, a new thing you'll partake of in the future. And Beis Hill say no, since the Basamim and Nair are sort of a package deal, both things that we do um, as Shabbos goes out, um, once you're making on the Nair, we should put the Basamim with it as well, make a bracha and basam, and only then do birchas mazon. Now, the Gemara goes on to say that this machlokas, as reported here in the Mishnah, between Beis Shammai and Beis Hill, is the version of machlokas according to Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir is typically the Stam Mishnah, the author of the ton of most, uh, of most Mishnayas, as Rabbi wrote them down. But there's a different version of the machlokas, and that's Rabbi Yehuda's version. And Rabbi Yehuda has a different version of this machlokas, and the halach lamaisa will go according to Beis Hillel, but according to Rabbi Yehuda's version. Now, according to Rabbi Yehuda, as described in the Gemara, the machlokas is a little different. According to Rabbi Yehuda, everyone agrees that birchas amazon comes first. First you bench on the past and get that out of the way because you've already eaten and benefited. And everyone agrees you'll push the bracha of havdalah, hamaz ben kodesh l'chol, till the end, because again, you don't want to look like you're rushing Shabbos out, you're sorry to see it go. The question only is, which comes first, the besamim or the ner? So Beishamai say the ner comes before the besamim because he says, as I said before, since the once the ner is lit, we will benefit immediately from the candle, and therefore it should be pushed front and center and should get priority in the bracha, whereas the besamim not. And Beishel says, no, the besamim goes first. Now, the reason why is besamim is sort of an indirect uh, praise of Shabbos because the implication of having to make a bracha on the besamim is you're very sad to see Shabbos go, you're down uh, because of Shabbos' departure. Therefore, we make the bracha on Basamim before Moriah Ish. And that, of course, is how we do it in Abdullah Bismanazeh. Even if we've finished benching long ago, we'll first make a bracha on the Basamim um, and then on the candle and the Ish, and only finally Hamal Ben Kodesh Lachol. The mission now continues with a question regarding the proper bracha, the nusach of the bracha, how one formulates the blessing on the ner, on the candle one, makes the bracha on a moti Shabbos. Now, Beishamei omrim shebara ma'or ha'esh, Beishamei say, the blessing is, Baruch atah Hashem elkeinu melech olam, shebara, who created in the past, ma'or, the light, ha'esh, of the fire. Ubeisil omrim borei, who creates, present tense, ma'orei, the lights of ha'esh, the fire. Now the Gemara says really, although you might see two different things, two variant points in their nuschaos, the question of bara and bore, and also of moor and moore. But the Gemara says the bara bore issue is not really the central issue because although shabara implies the past and bore means the present tense, but bore means both past and present together, like present perfect. Um, that is to say, for example, one says bore prihagafen. One doesn't mean 
he's creating it just now, but not in the past. No, it means he created the wine of, from the vine and he continues to create them. So the Gemara says that's not the real issue. The issue here is if it's ma'or or ma'ore, ma'or means a singular and ma'ore means plural, lights of the fire. The Gemara says because um, Basilel say that there are multiple colors inside the flame and so on, it's more appropriate to use a, a plural expression. Now, the Grash Nosleyao really raises two interesting questions on this last shot here and gives the most beautiful answer. He says, first of all, it's a little strange that we're saying that Bar and Bore is on a machlokas because it is taka different than Bar and Bore. And second of all, he says that Maor and Maore is a strange machlokas because Beishamah can plainly see there's multiple colors in the flame of the fire. So why in the world would he say if there's only one? It doesn't make sense. Therefore, the Grah explains like this. <clears throat> There's a machlokas, the really the core of the machlokas is exactly what we're making a blessing on. You see, according to Beishamai, we're saying a blessing, Bara Moraesh, that Hashem created the light of the fire, that refers back to the thing called fire that Hashem gave to Adam Rishon on that first Moti Shabbos, and we're thanking Hashem for that. That light enables us to do all sorts of things, to learn Torah, do mitzvahs, work in the dark, extend our day, etc. Therefore, we thank Hashem, Shabara, who created in the past, Moor Haesh, the light of the fire, that concept which comes back. You know, stretches back to the time of Amrisham. And Beis Hillel says we're actually saying uh, a bracha on two separate things. First of all, he says, yes, of course, we're saying thank you to Hashem for the thing called fire that he created in the past. But we're also making a bracha on this particular flame and its benefit it's provided to us right now. And therefore, while Beis Shammai said bara in the past, or a singular thing, the light of the fire, Beis Hillel say bore, which implies both past and present, because he's talking about both the flame the fire in the past that went to Adam Rishon, and the present, this particular fire we're benefiting from right now. And therefore, the plural, the same thing. Mo'orei ha'esh, because there's really two separate things. There's a singular fire phenomenon that Hashem created back in the times of Adam Rishon, and there's a current flame, which is full of multiple colors right now. Since there are two separate fires, two separate things, it makes sense to be plural. Mo'orei ha'esh. That's the Grash Nosaliyahu.